the small little things are going to get you to that bigger vision. Hi there. Welcome to Living in Your Vision. I'm your host, Haley Miller. And if you stumbled upon this podcast, it was certainly by no accident. You finding this podcast means you are ready to fully embody your most authentic desires and your most authentic self. My guests and I are here to guide you and provide you tools to step in to the reality you've always dreamed of having. There's no more holding back. There's no more what ifs. There's no more I can'ts. This is your gateway to learning how to not hold back any longer. And with that being said, let's drop in. Hello, July. We are six months into 2021, six more months to go, and we are about to come out with a serious freaking bang. As I'm recording this, it's actually, it has been two months since I launched my first episode of the podcast. Boy, has it been an amazing journey. So many great connections with my guests and audience. It's been so, so amazing, and I'm so grateful that you come and listen to my podcast. It literally means the world to me. I would go up and hug you if I could, but that doesn't really seem possible. So here's my virtual hug and thank you to you. As some of you know that follow me on Instagram, the month of June, I did a meditation challenge where I did a meditation every day for 30 days, although that is not the first time I did meditations, nor will it ever be the last. It was just a cool challenge to bring more awareness about meditation and how important it can be to implement in your life. And if it works for you, cool. If it doesn't, that's totally cool too. We all have different things in our life that benefit us most and it was really cool to bring some awareness around meditation. As we move into the month of July, I have a new challenge that I am dedicating myself to, which will be more love Mondays, where every Monday I go the extra mile to do something kind for a stranger. You know, we can all do kind things throughout the days, I just don't think there's quite enough for that. And so every Monday, I'm going to be dedicated to going that extra mile to surprise somebody with something. You know, we all find that $10 in our back pocket or get the last cookie from the cookie jar that really makes our day. Little do we know, sometimes people put that $10 back there or leave us the last cookie in the cookie jar. And that little amount of kindness goes such a long way. It takes no time. And so Mondays are dedicated to that. And I will be posting what I do. And I'm going to get really creative with these ideas. And I would love if you join me. So if you want to join me on More Love Mondays, post it on your story. Or if you don't want to do that, send it to me on a DM. I'd love to see how creative you get with these kinds of things. Let's send some more love and compassion in this world because boy, do we know that we need it. And if we can lead with that, it can go such a long way for not only the person that we're giving to, but really for ourselves. So again, join me on More Love Mondays and let's spread some more love around here, people. As for today's episode, I have my lovely friend Emily Bernard on the podcast today where we go into healthy eating and nutrition and just being mindful of what we put into our bodies and how it can really reflect how we show up in this world. You know, she actually works with young adults post-grad. You know, we all hear like freshman 15 and leaving college and just not feeling so good on our bodies. And she really brings a lot of focus to them. But she does bring a lot of general focus to healthy consumption and healthy lifestyle. So I'm so excited to have her here. Enjoy her just as much as I did. So let's jump into Miss Emily Bernard. First of all, Emily, I just want to say how grateful I am to have you here on my podcast today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Before we jump into all the wonderful things that you do and what we want to talk about today, can you tell Mm -hmm. my audience who the heck you are? Yes, I would love to. (laughs) 
So I am right now living in Norfolk, Virginia. I'm originally from a very small farm town in Pennsylvania, just for some background. (laughs) I came down here for college, actually. I only graduated last year, so class of 2020, went through the whole college and COVID experience for a semester, which was crazy. I'm right there with (laughs) you. Yeah, yeah, girl. So I graduated and, uh, you know, as most do, I was like, okay, what is, what does life have for me? What do I do? (laughs) And um, I was definitely lost for a little while and trying to navigate that, figure that out, landed a few different random jobs as, as you do. And it Mm -hmm. it worked. I navigated my way and ended up doing health coaching not long after that, which has been phenomenal. So I started my own personal health journey back in, I mean, it's a lifelong thing. So oh, for sure. there's never really a starting moment, but I really prioritized it back in December during the holidays, which is a great idea always. And yeah, it was just so, so life changing for me that I was like, I need to help other people experience how to live a healthier life and how life changing that can be. So that's how I ended up right here. And that's how you found me on Instagram. Yes. I like how you said, like, it's a lifelong journey, you know, it's like, but you really had a pivotal moment in December where you just like had this wake up, like, okay, it is time for me to really take advantage of my life and make this happen. Now, since December, you've had this consistency of keeping up with your health and having your transformation and really showing other people that they can do it too, which is absolutely amazing because you really show like, your lifestyle before and your lifestyle now through your Instagram and you're just so authentic into who you are. And so my question is for you, how did you get into that passion of wanting to live a healthier lifestyle? What really initiated for you to make that happen? Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, like it is a lifelong thing, like you're, like you're saying, and I feel like I've always been a relatively healthy person. That's something I've always been passionate about. Like I was that person in college, I was eating avocado toast and like always taking pictures of it. And like that was my thing. And, <laughs> that doesn't um, stop. That doesn't <laughs> stop. <laughs> doesn't stop. But like that was my thing. I always loved advocating for a healthy lifestyle and different things. But it got to a point where I felt like a lot of it was talk and I wasn't actually living it out consistently. And that really bothered me. I was like, I can't keep posting these photos of healthy food if I only eat them once a week. And I mean, Chick-fil-A every other day, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so that, that was a big part of it for me was like, I just, I need to walk the talk. I also just got really unhappy and uncomfortable in my own weight and in my own body after gaining a lot of weight in college. A lot of people do. And right. yeah, I just, I was, I was stuck basically is where I was at. And so just how you found me, I found my coach on Instagram. Actually, she was a friend of mine before, but she had been posting on Instagram a lot about how fantastic she yeah. looked. And I was, I wanted what she had, you know, when you, when you find something good like that. And I was like, I, I want that. And so I connected with her and changed the game since then. Honestly, she helped me simplify my health, structure my health, uh, especially my nutrition. It starts with nutrition, get to a healthy weight. And that whole journey for me was just transformative. And so all that to say, I've always, yeah. I've always loved talking about health and different things. I'm also like an extreme extrovert. So any kind of job where I can talk to people on the phone all day, every day, or in person or Zoom, like that's the job I want. So the fact that I can merge those things where I get to be on calls with my friends, with my clients and my people all day, every day, you know, talking about health and their goals and how I can help them reach those things is, it's, it was a no brainer when the coaching opportunity came up. I was like, yes, I'm going to do that. So, and yeah, there was like different mental barriers as far as I had to, you know, see my own journey first and really process my own victories and, and get through different successes before I was able to jump into the coaching aspect of it. But it's, it's like I said, it's a lifelong journey. So just cause I'm coaching doesn't mean I'm done. Yeah. There's so much emphasis to that. And I'm sure like your coach mentioned that too. Like 
you know, it's not like you work with a coach and then it's like bippity boppity boo, everything's good. <laughs> you're going to live a healthy life from now on. Like, I think is amazing that your target market is really younger adults and that college life. Cause everybody, all you hear is like, oh, that freshman 15, you know, and it's so yeah. honestly like disheartening that people say that and people just think like, oh, yep, that's just part of it. Like that's part of life. And it really doesn't have to be. And there is a way that we can eliminate that or at least take advantage yeah. of our life after that's happened to get us to a place where we feel really comfortable with our body and the way that we really feel, which I think plays a, a huge role as well. There's just so many mental barriers that stop us from living that lifestyle to getting over the hump of like, like you did in December, make this shit happen. Yeah. Um, so the clients that you work with, what kind of barriers do you see really often with them that stop them from really going over that hill and living that healthy lifestyle? Mm, I would say there's a lot. There's there's physical barriers and then there's also mental barriers. And that can be true for anything, not just health, but sometimes it's it's college and you know, dining hall situation kind of thing or living at home and like I don't control my groceries and different things like that I see a lot too um, but as far as the, the mental barriers to really stepping forward and proving your health there's a there's a few different mindsets that I personally had to walk through and I'm still walking through a few of these but yeah um, there's ones that I see a lot the first one is that I think a lot of us are on autopilot when it comes to our health and that we just kind of go through the motions we just eat food I love asking people what do you eat in a day because they sit back and go huh I don't know and isn't that so funny? We eat yes. how many times a day and we have no idea what we're putting in our bodies. We don't think about it. Mm -hmm. And that's super common. And I think that mindlessness about our health and our nutrition is a huge barrier because once you get over that and you start to be mindful of the things you're putting in your body, you're aware not only of how often you're eating, but what you're eating, what's in it. <laughs> how healthy is this for me? Is this going to help me reach my goals or not? That's that's a huge thing is just that first step in realizing what you're putting in your body and not just grabbing a bag of chips without even thinking about it before you sit on the couch, you know, yeah. this is mindless habits that I think is a big one. And, you know, it takes 66 days on average. It could be more than that. An average to create a new habit with nutrition, which is actually mm -hmm. a long time. That's over two months. That is a long time. <laughs> I think a lot of people are like, Oh yeah, I just ate like one salad. I'm good now. I'm healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot more. And that actually kind of goes into another mindset I see a lot, which this is what I'm still working on personally, but the all or nothing mindset mm. when it comes to health of, like I said, like one salad doesn't make you healthy and one brownie doesn't make you unhealthy. <laughs> and it doesn't mean if you have to work out every single day or never work out at all. You know, it's, right. there's always a balance to everything. And when you can allow yourself that grace to not be perfect every day with it, but to do your best or if you, yeah, okay, you ate the cookie with your lunch. Well, okay, well eat some more veggies for dinner or, or something and pick it back up tomorrow. Don't eat the cookie tomorrow. And instead of being like, oh, my day's ruined. I'm going to go eat five cakes or something like that. Like that's a very common mindset too. Like, oh, the whole day's ruined now. Or I didn't work out. So the whole day is ruined or, or something. So I think shifting that all or nothing mindset is incredibly important. And it takes a lot of work. That is difficult work. Like I said, like that's something I'm working on and I'm months into this journey and I'm still realizing every now and then like, oh, I don't, I don't have to think that way anymore. But again, going back, it, it always starts with being mindful of your habits when it comes to that. Right. And just being so intentional with everything you do, not even just like healthy eating, but just like yeah. everything that you're doing in your day, it's set an intention mm -hmm. with it. I just, I heard this the other day from another podcast 
about how on our to-do list, we just make this like to-do list of, we just write it out and we don't really have much of a budgeted time for it. It's just like, here's my five things I need to do. I need to do them. I'll be good. But then we do them and there's things that we like to do more than others on that to-do list, right? And so the ones that we don't really like so much, we're not very intentional about because we're not all in, like you said. Mm. Um, It's just kind of like we get through the emotions. There's really no intention behind it. And it's not, there's no power behind it. There's no momentum behind it to really want you to keep going. So setting that intention of like, like you said, what we're eating, you know, why am I eating this salad? Mm and answer the question as you will be how you want to feel that's a lot of it for me when it comes to eating is I just want to feel better I've noticed for myself when I set an intention for what I'm eating and I'm intentional about it I know it's because my intention is I want to feel good I know I'll have more energy when I eat this rather I'll eat a salad rather than a donut that donut is not going to bring the energy that I need to show up for myself that day I find it so interesting that our diet, like our mindset, our body and soul is all interconnected. And really it begins with that mindset, like you said. Yeah, exactly. And I love that you even said it's about how you feel, right? Mm -hmm. And with coaching, a lot of times the the first step is, okay, let's get you to a healthy weight. And then we can optimize your health from there, incorporate working out, incorporating better sleep, all of those things. But the first step is usually healthy weight. But it's so, it's so much more, like you say, it's all interconnected. So it's so much more than just like the scale or the numbers or the measurements. It's about how you feel. For me, getting healthy was a lot about having more energy, being a better runner, (laughs) feeling good in my clothes, wearing the clothes that I want to wear and actually feel confident in. Like Mm -hmm. I have a completely different wardrobe than I did seven months ago, like completely. (laughs) And for me, that means so much more than the scale. So I just love that you even said, like, it's, it's about how you feel in your own skin, right? Yeah. And I think a lot of times people don't really know how to get beyond that place. Like they are stuck in this. This is the way my body is. I don't feel good Mm. in what I'm doing, but I don't know how to get there. So then that's where they instantly give up. They don't want to invest the money. They don't want to invest their time into it. And it's again, goes back to what you said. It's the all or nothing. And if we don't step into it, then we won't get to where we want to be, whether that be with nutrition mindset or really anything that we really thrive to do in our life. And so with the clients that you've had and the experience you've had with yourself, how can people change that mindset from being stuck in healthy eating is too hard to healthy eating and movement is a priority that I am proud of? Such such a good question. I love this question. So it's important to remember that healthy eating is hard and working out is hard, but also being unhappy in your body is hard. So you have to choose your heart. Oh, so good. Yes. <laughs> you, you have to choose. It's again, going back to the mindfulness thing, which, which one are you going to choose? Is it going to be stuck in these, these old habits that aren't getting you anywhere? Or are you going to choose the hard work that it takes to live the life you want? And to begin taking those steps to transitioning your mindset, the easiest thing, it's actually really simple. It's not always easy, but it's simple is remembering, like you were even saying, like remembering your why. Why am I doing this? Why am I grabbing this salad instead of this donut? Why are you getting healthy? And like I said, more than the scale, like what do you want your life to look like? What do you want your body to look like and feel like? Reminding yourself of that why constantly is how you shift your mindset. I write on a sticky note and put it on my mirror. (laughs) I have it. I've had my why on my phone home screen for about seven months and it's not leaving because Every time I feel lost or stuck or lose sight of why am I eating another salad or 
why can't I just go E outside, like whatever. Whenever I lose sight of that, I read my why. And I remember what I want future Emily to feel like. And I do it for her. Yes. The present Emily can put in a little bit of hard work <laughs> for the future Emily to benefit from it. Right. When I remember my why. Oh, yeah. That is so, and that is so good. When you have a vision of the finish line, then you can run the race. You can't run a race if you don't know where you're supposed to be going. Mm-hmm. And that's why there's no mindfulness when it comes to eating for many people because they don't, they don't even know how to get there. Like you said, like they don't, they don't even know where they're going or what their goals even are. But once you narrow those down specifically, you say, that's how I want to be. Then you're going to choose every day. The small little things every day are going to get you there. Like drinking a lot of water <laughs> or choosing a salad, not a donut. The small little things are going to get you to that bigger vision if you know what it is. So that's always the first step is just clarifying that. Right. And we talked uh, before this podcast about this a little bit. Um, I just totally lost my train of thought. Uh-huh. It's about We were talking about salad and donuts. Salad and donuts. <laughs> talking about racing. <laughs> talking about Finish line. Fin- oh, yes. Yes. The cookie. The cookie. You were talking about how you've had a client before talk about eating a cookie and we get so lost in that guilt. That's what it was. We are in this journey and we're like, hey, let's go. I'm going to eat this salad. I'm going to go work out. I'm going to write in my journal every day. Okay. And then we miss a day or we eat a cookie and we flood ourselves in shameful self-doubt feelings. And then it's like, we have to kind of turn back the clock and go back to, okay, what is my why? And where's my mindset at right now? Is this really being loving to me at this moment? Me feeling guilty? Because that's the thing. It's like to take two steps forward, one step back. I mean, that's part of the process. And I really liked how you talked about that on our prior call, because Mm -hmm. I think it's important for people to recognize it's okay to eat a cookie like every once in a while and not beat the heck out of yourself for that. Yeah, absolutely. I want I don't know if it was my coach or another mentor of mine. I once reached out and said, said something like way back in early in my journey where I asked a question along the lines of what do I do if I binge eat at night? Mm-hmm. And they said, move on. And I hated that answer. I hated it. It was not what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear drink this much water, eat some greens, do this. This will help. They said, keep going with your day. And I, I literally hated it because I had felt so guilty in the past for doing things like that. Like, I think I told you, I used to eat kettle corn on the couch all day, yeah. every day <laughs> during COVID or during school. Um, that was my that was my snack of choice and letting that go was hard. And so yeah. the last thing I wanted to hear was that it's okay to do that because mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it was okay to do that. And no, I don't, <laughs> I'm not advocating for binge eating, but <laughs> <laughs> when, yeah, when you do maybe eat a little too much or you eat the cookie it might not be helping you towards your goals but that doesn't mean it wasn't worth it in the moment and even if it wasn't okay move on that is another huge thing I've had to learn for myself I'm someone who struggles a lot with not having a grace mentality for myself in like all areas but especially health and so having that grace for myself has changed everything being able to say oh it's okay if I don't follow my plan this weekend or if I get a drink with friends on their birthday, like that's okay. Now I don't have to feel guilty for that because that's just living my life. And that's just as important as reaching my goals. Yeah. And 
it again just goes back to just being intentional even when you do like make a decision that you're not too happy with it's recognizing that you aren't happy with it and knowing okay what can I do next time what do I want to do next time for this because again like if the eating the cookie is loving to you and you've been on your a game of eating why the hell not like eat the damn hell not right eat the damn (laughs) cookie that's what I'm saying I mean, in those moments, that's where it feels good to eat the cookie. Like you really, I mean, oh my gosh. So I do this in the morning, actually, when I eat my breakfast, I will make my coffee. Actually, I have a glass of water first thing in the morning, then I'll have coffee. And then (laughs) I will sit at my dining table with eggs and I don't know, toast or something. And I will simply just eat and enjoy every bite that I'm taking and just enjoy and be grateful for what I'm consuming. I'm being mindful of what's going in my body because I know like, oh my gosh, like this egg is giving me proteins that I need. Um, It tastes amazing and it's getting me ready for the day. And I found so much power behind that. I didn't used to do Mm. that. I used to like scarf down my breakfast before I go to work because I was like, I need to get to work. I need to get to work. But now I like mindfully eat my food and I'm just so grateful for really what it does for my body, which changes the game. It changed the game so much for me on how I show up as myself every day. Mm, that's really good. I love that. So there's my, t- my tip. That's my I side of the tip. That. <laughs> yeah, that, mind- that mindful eating. That's so good. Yeah, we'll like pick up our phones or like watch YouTube, watch Netflix while we eat breakfast, dinner, lunch, whatever. And we'll be so caught up in that, not even really paying attention to what we're eating. I find it really beneficial, beneficial, especially in the morning to just simply focus on what I'm consuming. And it's awesome. It's so good. What have you found to be the number one most beneficial habit that you have had through both healthy eating and workouts through, well, not even just December, but your whole life that's carried on to mm. your, your journey now? The, the one. The one. And I know that's, there's so <laughs> many, there's so many, but there's got to be one that's just like has always been by your side that you feel like you could really lean on. I feel like there hasn't been one for longer than since December. Mm, okay. I feel like that really did shift so much. Yeah, I'm like trying to think if there was anything that I did before then. Probably not. Since December, though, honestly, going back to your point about breakfast, it's so simple. Eat just eating breakfast. The simplicity of just eating a breakfast that's nutritious yeah. mm-hmm. has changed the game for me. Because it's, it's so nice. It is a gift that when I feel off or disrupted or routine is off or I'm traveling, I can always rely on a very structured meal plan for my day. Very simple, <laughs> easy to follow plan that helps me reach my goals. I'm very lucky to have something like that. Yeah. And that starts with eating a nutritious, balanced meal within an hour of waking up. I never used to do that. I used to just drink coffee and go and then eat maybe at like, who knows when. It was different every day. I did too. And and just eating that nutritious breakfast, physically, that's going to help you level out your blood sugar. It's going to kickstart your metabolism. There's a lot of great things going on physically when you do that. Mentally, that helps me because that is my first choice in a day full of choices. So we we make hundreds of choices a day just Mm -hmm. related to nutrition and what we're eating, hundreds. The first one I make is to eat something nutritious to start my day. So that kickstarts me to say, okay, I'm going to have a productive day. I'm going to eat well today because I started it off right. It's like making your bed. Do you ever do that? I mean, do you, do you ever make your bed? What a <laughs> my bed is always on my bed. 
Because I, I heard once that if you make your bed every morning, you are going to be a more productive person. And I've not, not made my bed since then. <laughs> that is amazing. Maybe, okay. Maybe I'm not like, okay, maybe a couple of days, but pretty much every day I'm like, if I want to have a productive day, I have to start by making my bed. Right. And it's kind of along those same lines of eat breakfast, make my bed. Those are the things I start with. And that means I'm going to have a more productive day because I'm getting my head in the right head space to do the other habits that I know I need to do. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Because when we implement those habits in the morning, it really sets us up for the day. I found through creating a morning routine, like mine is like pretty structured, but I be pretty flexible with it because I get bored so easily of like a strict morning routine. Mm. I had a strict morning routine for so long and I'd just be like, I do this and this and this and this, like in that order, this amount of time. And I'm like, no, I I can't do that. I budget like an hour of my morning to get me ready for the day. And then I'm not like, oh, I got to wake up and do this and then this and then this. Cause I think that gets kind of stressful sometimes, like feeling like you have to do something. But then again, this is a whole nother talk for another day. But like the language that we tell ourselves, like if we have to meditate, we have to drink a glass of water before coffee. Well, what if we said, I I get to have a glass of water before coffee. I get to meditate. I like, I have the knowledge to be able to do those things. And there's people in this world that don't have that. And same thing, like, People don't have the knowledge on how to really transform their diet or their mindset around their healthy lifestyle or not so healthy lifestyle Yeah, because nobody tells us how. And so then it's really going back to also just, I feel like being grateful for having people like you or podcasts or habits that we know that help us the most to wake up and be our authentic selves throughout the day. Yeah, that's, that's so good. And I love, I love that change in the narrative of what you're telling yourself of I get to do this. And that's so interesting because I'm not a morning person at all. Mm-hmm. I wake up the last minute that I have to. Yeah. And I've tried so many times to incorporate a morning routine. I find that for me, a nighttime routine is everything. I look forward to my nighttime routine mm. where I put my phone away. I have my candle, a journal or a book, probably some yoga, something's going on. <laughs> I look, I look forward to that in my day, but in the morning, I, I would like to do it more in the mornings, but it does. I just, I know myself, it's not going to happen. Right. And so adding those little, those little steps of, okay, make my bed, eat breakfast. If I can do that, I'm set for the day. And sometimes it really just needs those little things. Like you said, I, I get to do those things. And I think it's important to really reflect on the labels we give ourselves. Like I use, like I, I would say I'm not a morning person, so I can't have a morning routine. No. I'm not a morning person, so I'm choosing not to force myself into something like that where I probably wouldn't enjoy it and I probably wouldn't stick to it very well. And I think around health, there's a lot of labels we give ourselves like, oh, I could never do that. Or I, I could that a lot. I could never run that far because I, I run a lot. I was like, oh, I could never run that far. Right. Have you tried? Have you run consistently every day for seven months? Then maybe you could. Right. Or I'm not a morning person or I just have a slow metabolism. I could never lose weight. These are labels we give ourselves subconsciously that are hindering us from reaching our goals. I think it's just important to take that small step to be aware of them. Like even as I was saying, I'm not a morning person, but I caught myself and was like, oh, that sounds like an excuse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to be aware of those and then begin to challenge them, write them down. Be like, oh, I'm saying this about myself. Maybe I can change that narrative a little bit. Maybe I'll take one small step. Maybe I'll go for a walk tomorrow. And then the next day I'll try to run half a mile and see how far I can go. Cause I want to be someone who can run that far, but I can't, but I'm not right now. doesn't right. mean I could never. Yeah. And like you said, it goes back to all the things we've really talked about, like choose. It's all about a choice. Choose to be intentional right. with yeah. your daily tasks, with your eating, 
choose to implement these habits, choose to want to change, choose to mm. do what's best for you, even when it's hard. You know, we, the language, like you said, the language can be a huge mental barrier to stopping us from doing anything. It's like, oh, well, I can't do this. So mm-mm, mm-mm, no, yeah, let's, let's reverse that. Take a step back and you can't because, well, we get so used to those habits and those routines that we haven't always been a morning person. So never, like you said, we don't usually try because it's just like, nope, like right. there's a cutoff, there's a wall from really getting yeah. over and moving forward. Oh, so many good tidbits that we talked about today. And again, I'm so grateful that I got to chat with you because this was absolutely wonderful. Um, so as we bring this to a wrap, can you tell my audience where we can find you and all the lovely things that you do in this world? Yes. Uh, the best place to find me is just on Instagram, which is where you found me. <laughs> yes. our, our mutual love of van life and traveling. <laughs> which isn't even like related, but I, which I think is great. But yes, you can follow me on Instagram at Emily Grace Bernard. It's my full name. That's where you'll find me. And I would love to connect with anyone that wants to. Yay. Awesome. You are so great, Emily. Thank you so much. And I'm sure we will talk soon. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Just in case nobody told you today, you are amazing. You are loved and you are so, so capable of living in your authentic desires. Your time is so valuable, and I am so grateful that you spent it here with me today. I'd love to know how this episode made you feel, so DM me on Instagram. I'm I'm wide open, and I'd love to hear your suggestions as well. It would really mean the world to me. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I will see you next time.